Jordan, open. Chicago with the lead. Bryant to Shaq. Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron James with no record for human life. Anything's possible. Welcome back to the Ball Boys NBA podcast. Uh, today, I am your host, Callum Mack, and I'm joined by Jay Smooth, Jermaine Tuckerpultola. How are you going? Hey, I'm going well, Callum Mack. Mate, <laughs> this is this is uh, new territory here. New territory, yeah, just you and me today. We, we don't have Mitchell, who is off in Cairns, actually, which is um, in the north regions of uh, Queensland, for those of you who aren't from Australia. And I assume he's gone up there to go wrestle, wrestle some crocodiles, I think, because that's what they do here in <laughs> yeah, Australia. That's exactly what they do, especially up in Cairns. <laughs> how, how about yeah, us, well, though? Coming, coming from all, all corners of, the, um, of Australia. That's it. That Mate. is it. <laughs> now, we have had a fucking exciting week of basketball. A lot has happened. Um, the season has ended. We've had the, play, the first ever playing tournament, which mm. is pretty exciting. And... We know the playoff brackets. We know who's versing who. So a, a lot to talk about. Um, let, let, let's dive into that eighth seed versus ninth seed game. The Blazers versus Memphis. Yep. Um, some some good takeaways. I, I feel like the favorite was always the the Blazers at this point just because they, they clinched that eighth seed. So they only have to win the one game. And because of Memphis... You know, falling of all the injuries, they they really kind of were became the underdogs, and they weren't playing as amazing as they were during the regular season. So, they were the favorites. It was a good game, though. It was a really good game. What, what were your thoughts, Jermaine? Yeah, def- definitely Co- competitive game. I like that it went down to like the wire because you started to see, you know, the, the as you were saying, the momentum was with Portland um, leading up to that game. Dame Lillard has been just on a tear. And so you kind of, we all suspected that, you know, Portland were definitely going to deliver. But hey, Memphis delivered as well. They didn't get the win, but, you know, it was still a pretty pretty exciting game for a playing game. Yeah. Um, the the yeah. one thing that Portland had been given up is a lot of points to the opposition. So Memphis, they, they did well. I mean, Jar yeah. put up 35 <laughs> points. Um, eight turnovers, though, um, which I guess is yeah. the best. He... Yeah, usually usually he takes care of the ball a bit, bit more like that. But obviously, it's a high-pressure mm. game. He still put up points. Like, he still played really well overall. Valentunas had a big one, 22-17. Um, was that a um, career high for Ja? 35? Uh, I think it was, he... actually. The 35. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. No, big game for him. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did play well. 42 minutes. So, like, they really did ride and die by him. Um, and, and those trailblazers, they... Yeah, I mean the big four. I guess if you're going to count Carmelo as as part of the big four, he they all played <laughs> really well. Trial, so trailblazers, is it? <laughs> uh, we we spoke out this after the last pod. Apparently, I have issues pronouncing their name, but maybe it's just my Australian accent, and I'm going to stick by that excuse. Yeah, well, <laughs> the, I'm just, um, <laughs> yeah. The trailblazers. I apologize to everyone all over the globe, all over the globe. I, it's how we pronounce it. Just um, it is exactly it's the trailblazers. Yeah, trailblazers. Yeah, that's what I said. But yeah, right, no, great, so, great game, great game. What do you think so, of the um the play-ins anyway, the play-in format? Um, I, I was a fan of it. I feel, I mean, this is the perfect time to test it out, um, just because obviously you're not going to be able to finish all 82 games. But I, I, I feel like we could 
enforce it moving forward. Um, you, you obviously want to reward the team when they're in that eighth seed, but uh, so I think they'd have to do a similar rule where like you have to be within a certain amount of games. So let, let's say maybe mm. they're within two games of that eighth seed. Maybe they they battle out um, for the for the final spot. But I'm sold on it. Like, yeah, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I, I thought it was a really cool idea, and I hope that they carry it forward. You know, just throughout the game throughout I mean throughout the like the years to come just because hey more games more money why not Adam Silver you know <laughs> that's it money rules but, the world, but for so. fans especially like it's always especially those fringe teams like you know your Memphis your, your Phoenix just you know providing another opportunity for like just more games and more for those fringe teams to like play at like a higher level not necessarily playoff level but you know still be competitive and, and you know get something out of it so I thought it was a Really, really good idea by Adam Silver. So, just yeah, I think it'll through. take away a bit of like the whole tanking aspect as well. Like really late in the season, which you do mm. get towards, I guess those last kind of dozen games where some teams just go full tank and some. If there's that ninth seed, which is just that extra position you can battle for, then it's just more hope for some teams. So I'm all for it. Yeah. I think it's a good idea, yeah. and I think the, the and, and that's exactly what we on. saw. You know, Adam Silver could have easily just said, "No, we're just going to take eight eight teams." That he opened up one more spot, and then we got people playing to the last game of the season. So, and it's exciting basketball to, too. To work. Yeah. Um, and I guess yeah, I guess sure. on that topic, we'll we'll, we'll no, jump into the the bright future Suns as they've been taught, um, called all over social media. Oh. They they went eight <laughs> the zero in suns. that bubble. Yeah. And they were five in that ninth seed. Oh, they ended man. up. I believe they had the yeah. same record as as Memphis, but um they they lost the tiebreaker in terms of the regular season stuff. So. They yeah. didn't make it with an eight and zero record. They didn't make it through the playoffs here, which is um, unfortunate for them because they were playing some really good basketball. Man, that was that was such an incredible push. Like eight eight games is no joke in the NBA. You know, sure teams you know get get that winning streak, but for a team like the Suns that just haven't had any you know any sort of winning pedigree for the last like 10, 10, 15, 10 years or so, for them to go eight eight nil. In crunch time of the season, man. Because not only is it just exciting. you know eight nil versing trash teams, they were actually versing the twenty two best teams in the league. Like they ditched yeah. the shit eight teams, like all the trash people who's literally tanking, and they, and they went mm. eight zero. So my respect. There was a nice <laughs> speech made by Monty Williams at the end of the game saying that after that eight eight and nothing, that now they've got the respect of the league. And um, and I, yeah. I do believe that as well. So that was nicely said. It was kind of motivating, you know. That's what coaches yeah. should be doing. So good yeah, on Monty. No, he he sure. did a great job. He might come up later on in the podcast. Yeah, no, um, he's um. Hopefully they they stay with him for a bit, or even that squad. Just you know, they just keep continuing to build that sort of culture and just go to a new direction. Because yeah, no, it's um, it's a good sign. Hopefully, yeah, book an exciting. You know, hopefully, book team, stays in. So. I, I like book in Phoenix. Yeah, me too. I think it belongs there. But, it's yeah, a good rest, city as rest well. In peace. Rest in peace to the Suns. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for next year for them. Do you think they're going to make the playoffs next season? Yeah. Random question. I'm going to lock it in now. I'm locking lock it, it in, in right now. now. They've, 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 they've tasted victory. Devin Booker, he, 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 he loves it. He's just... <laughs> I reckon I can see him rolling and just, going, just carrying this through to next season. Um, I, I think, you know... Oh, hopefully the, the office, you know puts the puts them in the continues to put them in a good position but uh i'm locking it in yeah, now well, look next I'm season will be interesting especially in that west um 
Yeah, look, um, another bright spark is the Spurs. They went six and two, so good, good work to them. Yeah. Good work, Pop. Um, <laughs> you know they're always going to perform. Unfortunately, they missed out as well, uh, but they, they yeah. played some good basketball. Um, yeah. Some some of the noteworthy things I'll just quickly touch on. Hot off the press is Jim Boylan was fired by Chicago Bulls, oh, and yeah. also uh, the Pelicans fired Alvin Gentry. So that's two coaches gone um, mm. pretty quickly. Yeah. Potential candidates for our new teams. Yeah. <laughs> you know how the NBA is? They pretty much just sw- swap coaches <laughs> every season. Yeah, look, when you have a coaching gig, it seems yeah, pretty damn easy to get another one, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like, look, Jim Boylan, he had a pretty trash team, so look, maybe he will get another chance. Yeah. Alvin Gentry, he, he put actually together a pretty good offense with the Pelicans, but defensively had a lot of... Oh, it was just terrible record defensively, defensively, and when you look in the advanced stats, um, it didn't particularly love that team. Yeah. I mean, he had some defensive pieces, so yeah, it was just the the, the roster was just inconsistent. You know, injuries. Yeah, it, it was a weird um, roster. It was a hard roster to work with. And I, I'm not really sure what the direction is. As we were saying in other podcasts, you know, what are they what are they trying to do with Zion? Are they trying to Trying to play I feel like him. No one knows. Or, I think there's something or, happening with Zion, you know, and no one really knows what's going who's on. Who's going to use their number one guy, Ingram? Yeah, he's still he's still got Drew there. Well, Ingram he's should be the go-to in scorer. The prime I of think his career, but just like the but, bully. Um, being wasted. Mm. Yeah. Right, well, but yeah. Another yeah. hot off the press. We have got Ben Simmons. Uh, uh, unfortunately, is out for the playoffs. He has done um, a weird injury where he kind of yeah. like popped out his knee. And it popped back into place, but it's done a bit of kind of minor damage, which... So he's left the bubble now. They, they just ruled him out for the playoffs to get it all looked at and, and repaired. I don't think it's a long-term... What kind of injury was it? Yeah. Oh, you, you have to look it up online, but it, I believe it, he popped out the knee and it popped back into place, and there was no real structural Oof. damage. The first MRI came back clean, and it was still a bit weird, so they, they took a second and they found out there was some kind of damage in there. So um, yeah. I think it's definitely something you should come back from 100%. Is my yeah. understanding of it. You probably know, know more than me, Jermaine, but um, yeah, it's. But unfortunately, look, he's out of the playoffs. He's out of that mm-hmm. race, and which is pretty disappointing for the 76ers because even though throughout this season, I guess, and even in the previous few seasons, they hadn't quite put it together. There's still that argument for you know, look, in seven games, maybe they can win four each because they they got the pieces really to compete with anyone if yeah. you just look at raw yeah. talent. Mm-hmm. So that that's a bit of a hit to the 76ers. Yeah. We'll go into further depth with the Sixers when we um in our next segment. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, um, another couple of now that the regular season has finished. Um, shout out to Mitchell Robinson who has officially um, recorded the highest ever field goal in a season. Oh, like, really? What, what did he? What did he? Seventy-four point two percent field goal. Jesus. Mitchell Robinson, who now has beaten Wilt Chamberlain, who put up seventy-two point seven percent field goal. So seventy-four. Yeah. And you, so that's pretty impressive. So that, that's a bit of a very, shout out to Mitchell Robinson. Anyone who can break a Wilt Chamberlain record, that's a mad respect there. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like all he does is dunk. Yeah. <laughs> and Wilt, yeah, Wilt exactly. did a lot more than that. But um, I mean, Wilt, Wilt was probably averaging like 40 points when he was doing that. But um, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, but still, no, that's that's a pretty impressive record. And Yeah, so congrats to him. Um, another wacky record is the Clippers are the first team since 1968 they have um, four players with um, that average over 18 points a game. So Ooh. That's a cool stat. That's a big one. That's a big yeah. one. Yeah. So, obviously, that's going to be PG. you got Kawhi, and then you got 
uh, Montrez and Lou putting up those stats. So yeah, look, a Wait, good, you, a good. You said four people or four or more? Um, just four players in general to average eighteen or more points yeah, a game. Fair enough. Yeah, like I mean, you think about those the greatest teams have gone by in the last. You know, you got the Warriors. They just yeah. went, went, went through. No. Well, Draymond couldn't put up points. Yeah, in that last I was season, thinking so. that. <laughs> it had to be someone Great else. defensively, but um, yeah. yeah, look, it's, it does stand out though. So it shows yeah, fair just how good of a team that they really are. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Big. All right. Well, let's um, we'll move into the NBA Bubble Awards, which was announced recently, hmm. and the MVP was given to Dame Lillard. The Coach Award was given to Monty Williams. Yeah. And then they, they they went through a first and a second team. Did you have any um? I feel like, in my opinion, I think Dame, obviously, he deserved the MVP. There was talk of TJ mm. um, at, at the beginning because he came out so fucking you know, <laughs> hot out of the gates. He was killing yeah. it. Um, you got the debate for Devin Booker going 8-0. and zero. Well, put, putting up stats too, like, you know, 36-5. Yeah, yeah. But I think Dame deserved it. What do you think? Nah, it, it has to go to Dame. Like, um, man, that that... It's just, I mean, similar to Devin Booker, both had insane stats, but Dame, Dame was like on another level of just absolute focus. Um, yeah, his he, killer he, mentality. This, like, you can see it in his eyes. Hey, he's mm-hmm. like, this looks like he just wants to attack everyone. He's just, yeah. oh, I love it. He's pretty much in playoff mode. Yeah, and he's putting up some ridiculous stats as well. In terms of um, his averages, if you, actually, if you look at that three-game stretch, he um, when he put up. He was averaging about over 50 a game for that three-game stretch where he put up like 60, a 40 line, and a 50 line, Yeah, which is absolutely ridiculous. That's just, yeah, that's that's silly. I mean, mm. like, yeah, I, I would say Devin Booker is a close close second because eight and, 8 and 0 is pretty insane as well while averaging like, what, 35 or something? 35, 5 and 5, I'm yeah. guessing. Something, something. On good percentages as well. Yeah, yeah, that too. But, um, but Dame was just more of a standout. Like, yeah. he was just killing people. Mm. So, if you look like at the first team, you had Lillard, you had James Harden, you had Luka Dontich, Devin Booker, and TJ Warren. Yeah. I like and that out one. of those, you go Lillard yeah. for the MVP. That, that's and a... They give some love and praise to the Suns giving uh, Monty Williams that coach award. Mm. Yeah. And they're well-deserved as well. Yeah. So well, they, they, they were the only team that went 8-0. and zero. Hey. Yeah. I think the the next best record, uh, it might have actually even been the Spurs at six and two, but you'd have yeah, to fact check me on that one. Probably. Um, nah, the second team you, was Giannis, Kawhi, Karis Levert, uh, Porter Jr., the rookie, and um, Chris oh, Porzingis. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, that's a that's a solid line. I um, I agree with that. Like Porter Jr., he had some pretty big games. Um, he had some monster games, didn't he? He, he had a few he like led the, as well, um, something like that. Um, he led Denver in points per game throughout the um, the bubble, so big stats too. So yeah, congrats, Karis yeah. Levert. Actually, he's a, he. Um, I mean, obviously, he was on a pretty rubbish team, but he was looking really good. He was really putting yeah. up big stats. He made that last game really interesting as well against Portland, which was literally like a must-win because <laughs> they lost that game. The Suns were in the playoff with Memphis, so that was an absolute must-win game for them. And he was going like toe oh, to toe yeah. for a while with um, Dame yeah. Lillard. So, shout out to Karis. Yeah, it, it literally it came down to that last shot. Hey, when the entire game yeah. he was getting he was getting to the rim at will, and then uh, decides to uh, take a little step back, step back yep. mid range. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Karis Levert points per game twenty six point six six assists, 
mm. um, and five rebounds. So pretty good stats from him. So yeah, the, it's um be interesting to see how he molds into that team next year, which is obviously going to be completely different with. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Durant coming back from an injury and Kyrie Irving. So yeah. I think he he should he's obviously going to be that third scorer. I don't know how they're going to play him. If it's going to be off the bench or if they're going to start him, they should, that, probably that should Brooklyn start teams, him. Yeah, it's, it'll be a bit of a question mark, hey? Yeah, because you got Spencer Dinwiddie, like Karis Le- Levert and Spencer Din- Dinwiddie, both great players. But when they play together, you know, one sort of kind of holds back while the other kind of shines. Um, I always, you know, I always seem like because. I don't know. I feel like there's always one, one of them's always injured at some point, and then you know they both. Yeah, that's have a good point. Actually, I'm thinking maybe if Karis Levert was out, I can actually totally see Spencer Dinwiddie putting up similar stats on that team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they got some interesting pieces there. A lot of sco- it's just like I mean, it's really just four scorers with. I mean, Karis can get dimes, but Durant's a scorer, Kyrie's a scorer. Mm. Yeah, um, it's gonna be, be interesting next year. Yeah, exactly. Mm. All right. Um, I guess if you're going to give a rookie of the year, which which they didn't give, I give that to Michael Porter Jr., who was in that second team. Um, if you're going to give a sixth man, maybe I'll, I'll give a little shout out who's come up in previous podcasts from hmm. uh, Trent Jr. Oh, for Gary Trent, the Trailblazers. Yeah. Gary Trent Jr. <laughs> the, the who, um, Trailblazers. He's yeah. actually <laughs> he's he's been killing it. So I'll really give well. him a little shout out. Um, I haven't looked deep into the stats, but look, sure, let's just give him an award. He, he yeah, deserves it. I agree. Yeah, no one can do anything about it. So. We're giving it to yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, now this is the interesting part. Let's let's dive into these playoff predictions. Yep. Um, I like I'm it. I'm pretty excited. I I have Mitch's picks on hand as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'll, I'll say what he is going to throw in there. If his pick is different to our two, um, maybe that's something to talk about next time. Mm-hmm. But um, if there's a general consensus of all three of us going for the same team, um. It'd be pretty, yeah. Maybe look at, to the viewers out there. Chug a bet on them. You got yeah. you got three <laughs> NBA experts back in one team. You, you got to go. Oh, for it. you got to you got to listen to us <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, um, we'll do the East first. So Bucks Magic. This this should be a pretty easy one, I think. So that's obviously the first seed and the eighth seed. Um, <laughs> who are you gonna pick in that series, and by how many games? Hmm, it's a tough one, but I'm probably happy to go with the Bucks four Ooh. nil. <laughs> Hot take right there. Hot take. <laughs> no, well, when we break these down, we'll, we'll try. We'll try and do a bit of key matchups, uh, and we'll try and maybe say what what his team needs to win. Um, in in this respect, one versus eight. <laughs> I mean, what do the Magic need? They probably need about three more all star all stars in their team this one. <laughs> <laughs> three more all stars. Um, yeah, there's, there's nothing they can do. There's not even really a key matchup. I mean, like I'm disappointed because I don't really have anyone that really put on Giannis now that um, Jonathan Isaac went down with that pretty pretty annoying injury. So yeah, I've I've honestly haven't paid attention to anything about the Magic. Since, yeah, it's, since it's the bubble. So. Not a very exciting team. I'm right not. Now, sh- so. I'm not sure who's playing at the moment. Um, so look, I I've picked the Bucks in four. I think that whenever there's a a team that's clearly just a lot better. Um, I, I just feel like you have to go four. So I went in four. Mitch also went in four games to the Bucks. Yeah. Um, what, what was your prediction? Four, four, four as well. Four as well. It, I'd be concerned if Bucks gave up a game there. Oh, look, be... maybe they lose one. Like, <laughs> no. Maybe maybe they decide to rest Giannis during a game, which is totally on the cards. Oh, they'd, <laughs> they'd still destroy them. But yeah, even yeah. even without Giannis, I'd I'd back them. Without Giannis, I'd probably still 
say that series would go, or maybe maybe it'd go to five maybe, in the Bucks yeah. way. So they're definitely a better team. Mm-hmm. Um, no surprise there. Uh, n- next one, um, maybe we'll, we'll spice the matchups up. We'll, we'll go to the West and we'll do okay. that one versus yep. eight as well. Mm-hmm. So the one versus eight in the West is the Lakers who got the one seed. So oh. good work to LeBron. And um, to all the haters out there saying, oh, he's in the East. You know, the West is so much harder. Look, he just won, he just won the West. So haters yeah. going to hate. Yeah. And then you get the Blazers who have clinched that eight seed. Ooh. So in- that is going to be an interesting series to watch because the Blazers are super hot. Yeah. They're better than eight seed. They were just had heaps of injuries throughout the whole season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and those Lakers who didn't perform well in the bubble. I think they were two and six. Yeah, so. something not, not very good. And even the games they did win... Still, still question marks there. Um, well, there's the one against the Clippers without um, Lou Williams or Trez. Yeah, yeah, it was a and, solid um, one. Mm. But overall, yeah, so, yeah, Lakers have been a bit concerning. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting series. Um, so, what is your pick on the Lakers Blazers? How many games? Well, I still think overall the Lakers are going to win simply because LeBron, AD, um, having those two, two of the best top five top 10 players whatever it's it's just it's just too much firepower especially but Dame is the bubble MVP he is the bubble <laughs> the all all seeding what do you call what do they call it what, the, what was the actual name it was the all seeding I, I thought it was just the NBA bubble awards no nah, they, they call it like the all seeding <laughs> all seeding awards oh, look bubble sounds better yeah bubble sounds way better <laughs> but yeah NBA, nah, wake up I'm, I'm gonna say Lakers in six you're gonna say in six possibly five but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say six I, I, I'll give Dame I'll give Dame some credit, you know. Yeah. But I still think I feel like um, we touched in a previous podcast, Mitch and I, saying that, that these arenas are a lot better for depth um, perception. Mm. I think that's what's helping Dame a fair bit. So, And that's elevating his game. So yeah, I, um, I wouldn't be surprised if it does go to six. I went Lakers in six. Yeah, that, That's my prediction. I'm, I feel like Dame can, can get two wins for them. But my my big concern is they really just don't have anyone to put on LeBron James. They don't have a good small forward, no. and I mean, who are you going to put on Carmelo Anthony, <laughs> Gary Trent Jr., who's yeah. nowhere big enough to guard LeBron in the post? Um, so he this should be a big uh, series for LeBron. He yeah. should have big. He, I mean, he always puts up big stats, but this should be one that he he takes home. It's going to be him and yeah. Dame obviously battling. You score. You expect him to score a lot more than he has, you know, shown in the bubble. So. Yeah, I think he has to. Yeah, I think he has to put up some some big numbers this one, mm. um, especially because they're coming in a bit. As we mentioned, two and six, they're coming in a bit dry. So LeBron, yeah. he's going to turn it on. We we know what playoff Le- LeBron's about. So mm. he's he's going to be business. What do you think and about so the, the, the so big, what do you think about series. the big man matchup down low with uh, AD versus and possibly Nurkic or Hassan? Yeah, big Nurk. Or... Um, yeah, that'd be a good that'd be there. a good matchup to see because Nurkic is looking awesome. Mm. Um, can anyone really guard AD? He's like he's so tall; he can really get any shot off. Yeah, but it's still, it'll be a good matchup. Yeah. To, to I think if for, for even for Blazers to get two games, even like Dame will have for the, the entire series, he'll have to average like forty. Um, CJ or Melo, he's will, been averaging forty. In yeah, the yeah, but that's it. Like CJ or Melo will have to. Someone will have to. One of them will have to score thirty or something. Thirty. Yeah. yeah. Um, CJ's going to have to have some big games CJ's he's dealing with a, with a transverse fracture of a transverse a fracture in his he's been looking good process. recently though yeah he's been moving fine those last but, couple um, games he was looking good mm. but he's, he's got a fractured back and who knows how far that how far he can go with that so 
Yeah. yeah. Well, um, well, Mitch's pick was Lakers in five. So th- yeah. there you go. General consensus. We, we both had six. Mitch had five. Yeah. So the consensus is Lakers. Um, I'm hoping for six games there. I'm yeah, I, can win I want I want more games for Dame. That's all. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, I guess a couple of this um this notes on on the side is um player Frondo will be back. He's entered the bubble. Um, he's entered. He's just entered the bubble. I'm not sure. He, he will probably turn up at some point in that yeah. series. Okay. And um, I, I guess a point on Dame's perspective is when when you actually look at the the players who have put up the most amount of points against the Lakers mm. in ten games or more, you've got a list. Of Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jordan, and number four on that list is Dame Lillard, averaging about twenty-eight points a game. There's some big so, names. Those are some big names, and to be part of that, so oof. a bit of a shout out to Dame there. Big shout out. Nah, I've definitely not a surprise for me as a Laker fan. He Dame Dame has been punishing us severely for the last few years. He's hit so many game winners, and now nah, that's why that's why I think so highly of him because. He's just absolutely demolished us over the last few years. So <laughs> it'll be, it'll be, um, it'll definitely be, yeah, a good one. Hopefully. All right. Well, let's delve into back to the east, and we'll do the two seven mm-hmm. matchup. Yeah. So we got Raptors who got the clinch that second seed, and we have uh, the Nets who got the seventh. Um, as we we're speaking about before, it was always a big advantage to get that two seed. So the Raptors did end up getting it and, mm. and held the Boston back to the three so congrats to them they've been playing great basketball as well in this bubble um, they actually had one of the best records too in the, in the bubble so um, good yeah. work I mean awesomely coached team Nick Nurse is a, a beast I love Nick Nurse we, mm. we all gave him the coach of the year award back yeah. in uh, the awards podcast so nothing but respect for him um, it, it'll be an interesting series just to see I guess look I, all the Nets have is Karis LeVert who we touched on before mm. so hopefully if he maintains you know that 26 6 and 5 game he's been putting up it'll be an entertaining series he he could um steal a game here and there um <laughs> yeah. i'm assuming you're gonna go the raptors i've gone the raptors in five <laughs> yeah. so i'm assuming karis can can win them one game oh that's bold um, that's bold even bold say that. yeah i still think that's <laughs> they, i mean they've got some good primitive defenders the raptors so yeah. look it could be a sweep i'm gonna say the nets take one. Oh, one, yeah so five game series what, what, what's your prediction i think it's just gonna be a sweep it's going to be an easy sweep. Um, kind of sweep. Toronto have, have just looked so good lately, and I just think they're just they're, they're way too laser focused to 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 keep up a game. Um, so, hey, Karras, he could, as you're saying, he could have a hot game, well, like one hot game, and sometimes that NBA players can be like that. Um, but I think their defense is is something that's been so consistent throughout the season. Um, so, yeah, I can't. Yeah, they're so deep as well, aren't they? The, yeah. the Raptors, they're pretty impressive. I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how far they really take it in in this playoffs. Mm. Um, I will say Mitch agreed with me. He said Raptors in five. Yeah. Um, you're saying four. Oh, look, I'm not going to be surprised if it's a sweep. Yeah. I'm yeah. banking on Karis May mm. winning one, but mm. yeah, I'm not going to be surprised. Not at all. So, yeah, I'm not not the most interesting series to watch either. Yeah. Um, Raptors should be interesting next round when when they when they get that W, which we all assume. They will. So look, yeah, let's move on to the West. Mm-hmm. So that two and seven matchup is the Clippers, who got the second seed, versus Ooh. Dallas Mavericks, who got the seventh seed, which would be a very good series. Yep, that's going to be obviously you got um you got Kawhi Leonard and PG, two absolute superstars facing up against Kristaps and Luka Doncic, two superstars in their own right as well. Yep. 
Young boys, young boys getting the taste of playoffs, eh? First time. <laughs> it'll be it'll, yeah, be a good experience for them, I think. Yeah. Playoff experience is always great. It's Kristaps, he never made it with the Knicks. No. And this is Luca's first time in the playoffs, so it'll be good for their development. I I can honestly I can say that I can see them winning a championship in the future. Um, I don't think this is their season, and specifically, I don't think this is their series. Because <laughs> the primitive defense that those Clippers have to lock down yeah, Luca yeah. is <laughs> better than any other team. <laughs> so it's unfortunately, look, playoffs come down to matchups. Yeah. If, if the the Mavs maybe got that sixth seed and we're versing the Nuggets, I I honestly probably would have backed the Mavs in that series. I I, but, I, I thought yeah they they could be, they could have um definitely got a bit more lucky with the matchup, but um unfortunately they drew the Clippers. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough one for Luca and Kristaps for sure. Yeah, bit of an a, awakening. It'll still be a good entertaining series, though, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm, I'm look. I went. I went Clippers in five. Yeah, that's my prediction. I think look, the Clippers are just too good. They're going to turn it on, and they. I feel like at late in game as well, the the Mavs become a bit predictable yeah. in terms of this. Giving it to to Luca, who's a great passer, but they're still a bit predictable in mm. in those circumstances yeah. and. And that, that, I think the Clippers will get that W. That was definitely um, something that they struggled throughout the entire season. You know, they were up most of the most of the games, you know, three quarters in. But as, as soon as they entered that fourth quarter, offense started to stagnate a bit. Um, definitely struggled to finish games or close them out. So things going to be amplified when you're in the playoffs. So yeah, I've, yeah. I've got um, I've got Clippers in in four. I don't think Mavs get. Clips in four. I don't think Mavs get a game at all. Honestly, what? Hot take, mate. Not pe- even one game. And I'm not being. A, I'm not being a Luca hater. <laughs> You're such a Luca hater. <laughs> I'm simply. <laughs> this has to be the most P- like, PG caught on theme through this whole podcast. <laughs> Jermaine is an absolute Luca Doncic hater. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are gonna be guarding Luca Doncic, mate. That's those are your two like best perimeter defenders in the past ten years. What about Kristaps? Could Kristaps win them a game? No. Mon- he's, he, who, who are you putting I think, on Kristaps? I think Montrez and Morris are just going to roughhouse Kristaps. Kristaps, he, he, he gets a bit passive. He's a bit, he's he's still, a bit soft, though. He's a bit soft he? as well. He's a bit exactly. soft, yeah. That's, that's, he's just going to get pushed out to the perimeter, shooting threes, which is, I mean, which like is great not scorer, bad or anything. But, um, great shot blocker. Yeah. Can hit the three, but a little bit soft. Yeah. I, I feel like he does it. probably need to toughen up a bit and mm. like just get a bit more mass, you know, yeah. and... You, when you look at his post-up stats, they're actually um, like the percentages really aren't that good. Yeah, no, um, it's it's you, you see it in games especially. You just you just see him just kind of he'll start off on a block and then like you know he won't get it simply just because he can't he can't hold his ground against um, other defenders. This way he might take a few steps out or even just spot up on the three, which is yeah. he's a good shooter. But hey, you know it's definitely gonna. Um, Surely, the, I think they're going to win one game. You, you, the clip, in terms of um, Mitch, Mitch, he's going to Clippers in six. Yeah. So he's saying they're winning two games. No, I think, so I think I think once again you're being a hater, Jermaine. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you're being an absolute hater. I'm going to give them at least one game. Yeah. Like I get Karras one game. I'm going to give Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis one game. <laughs> Man, I just PG and Kawhi. They're just those guys are just phenomenal defensively. They are. And dude, yeah. how good is PG looking? Yeah, he's actually exactly. looking like a beast. He's finally. I feel like last playoffs, his shoulders are both totally fucked. And <laughs> yeah. even this season, he was really just kind of bringing back from, from both his shoulders getting surgery. Mm, yeah. Um, and he's 
he is looking really good yeah. and he is looking scary. He's saucy. No. So people forget he was like third in MVP voting like last year. Yeah, not for sure. So he had a, <laughs> he's yeah, a damn career, good career year last year and just got unfortunate injuries to his shows and yeah but but now he's healthy again. he's That's looking thing. He is, he, he's ready he, for the playoffs he, so this will be this will be fun to watch yeah okay so well consensus is clippers yeah that's the consensus all right we'll move back to the east we'll go to the three and six mm-hmm. matchup which is the celtics versus the philadelphia 76ers yeah so this would be an interesting one as we touched on before disappointing ben simmons is out yeah um, he obviously is a huge part of that team. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, the one big weakness that the Celtics have is they don't really have anyone to guard and beat. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Daniel Tice cannot hold his ground against Joel Embiid. Ennis Can, I guess Ennis Can is a, he can do some kind of post-up defense. Yeah, Any other defense, he can't do it, it all. If, <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're Brent Brown, you'd be, you'd be smart to just pick and roll whenever in, um, Kansas on the floor. But um, but yeah, I think I think um, cancer could be a right, yeah, one on one defender. But yeah, pick and roll wise, he's always been not the best. No, not at all, <laughs> not at all. I, there was an interesting quote by Brett Brown when it was all released that Ben Simmons had this injury and wouldn't be able to play, and he said that the offense will become a lot clearer now. It was one of the things that he said. Now, I think that's true. Now you can just. You've got Give Joel. the ball to Embiid. <laughs> Give it to Embiid. You just put heaps of shooters out there with him yeah. who can defend. Mm. And you've got Jay Rich, who is a great 3 and D player. Um, Tobias, I think he can. we've seen him step up into um, roles like this. I, I can see him putting up... He'll have to be a good scorer too. So I think he has to put up 20 points in this series yeah. for them to stand a chance. Definitely. Which I think he's totally capable of. Yeah. Um, they've got the pieces. I think they honestly have the pieces to make an upset. Just because, Ooh. in my opinion, and if you look at our player rankings, yeah. the best player in this series is on Philly's team, yeah. and they don't have anyone to guard him very well. Mm. <laughs> so when you when you take that into consideration, I would not be surprised at all if there's an upset. Yeah. That being said, <laughs> <laughs> yes, my pick is Celtics in five <laughs> because I have no faith in that team at all. <laughs> But I wouldn't be surprised. What's your thoughts? No, I'm I'm honestly exactly in the same boat. I've got I've got Boston in five as well. Boston five, yeah. yeah. I've got Boston. Mitch has Boston in six. So that is all around the table. I um yeah. Look, as I said, there's a I think there's there's a world I can imagine the upset happening. Yeah. Um, like just but just exactly what you're saying there about Brett Brown saying the offense becoming clear. It's just going to be very. It's just it's just obvious, and I think Brad Stevens is is just way too smart to just let Embiid like unleash, you know, to for an, yeah. an entire series as well. Like, sure, Embiid might be be good for one game, but you know, Brad Stevens is just on another level of coaching, and just he'll he'll put the pieces together. He'll like um, Embiid's going to be doubled like as soon as he touches touches the ball, double, triple teamed at least like every single possession he touches and it'll be a matter of um the rest of philly having to beat boston and defensively boston are boston actually fourth defense like fourth best defensive efficiency rating in the league and they're third best at defending the paint as well so yeah regardless of having brad stevens uh he's every year he makes a good defense and um philly everyone was going into the season saying philly's 
you know, they have these pieces to be a good defense. Yeah. And um, to, I think they really should have let go of Brett Brown before the season started and tried something yeah. else. I think they have to um, at After the end of this, this season. Yeah. They have to let him go, surely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Brad Stevens, that's that's a good point. Like He's just a much better coach. If anyone's going to come up with a good defensive scheme, it would be him. Mm. So um, I don't know, maybe they threw Sammy Ojale and, and Joel and this... Yeah, flexes biceps in front of them or something. He's a big he's boy. He's a pretty solid boy. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they're they're third best at defending the paint with Daniel Tice, Ojale, and Kanza for the entire season. <laughs> so it's it's it just comes down to the scheme of that Brad Brad Stevens plays and the you know the versatile defensive wings they have to help you know um, yep. put that into work. So yeah, yeah, I think uh, Boston in five. Yeah. Boston in five. I got five. Yeah, Mitch in six. So that's the consensus. Mm-hmm. Um, moving to the West, the three versus six is the Nuggets who got the three seed mm-hmm. versus Utah Jazz who got that six seed. Yeah. So I think this one is definitely, in my opinion, you could flip a coin. This is a close series. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll let you break it down. Who who have you okay. picked? Nuggets versus the Jazz. Well, if you ask me the start of the season, I think it would have been a coin flip. Because I think Joe Ingles, he he hasn't had the greatest season, but he still he still does he still plays a, a vital role of just you know being a floor general, um, still sporting up at threes, just a good, pretty good good defender as well, good service defender, make the right reads. Um, but even just recently though, Conley, Mike Conley just left the bubble because he his son was just born, so. He yeah, hot take actually. So yeah, he could he miss one or miss two a few games, games yeah. one or two games, and you know that's enough. And that could hurt. That, yeah, starting point guard. That's a lot of stress on. Um, Especially Donovan when Mitchell. one point I'll bring up is this Utah Jazz team is not deep. They no, their bench not. has been pretty rubbish this year, and and, and the yeah. fact that um, Bagdanovich went out of the bubble to um, he had, he had an injury and wanted to sort that out. Fair enough. Yeah, which means Joe Ingles does go into the starting lineup. And Joe Ingles really kind of was... It was him and Jordan Clarkson were the two main guys off the bench. And mm-hmm. now they only have Jordan Clarkson off their bench. He's a good scorer, but the other guys who turn out there um, are not great players. So you really only have six deep, which really could affect them. So I think Boy, that is a good point. They've, they even lost Ed Davis as well, who isn't like a ground you know, groundbreaking player, but he plays solid defense. He's still defense. a serviceable gets, role yeah, player Yeah, he gets bench. rebounds and plays de- decent defense. So they lost him, so... Man, I couldn't even. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's gonna to be tough for them. I've got Nuggets winning in four because of that. <laughs> in four games, man. Wow, they're missing really Conley, Boyan, and oh, sorry, not four. Sorry, five. Five. My bad. Five yeah. games. Okay. I got them in five. Yeah. Okay. I think it's gonna be. I think that's a bit more reasonable. Yeah, <laughs> they're missing some big pieces. Ask me at the start of the season, we were full teams on both sides. It's it'll be a close one. Yeah, yeah, Have I agree. Got... At the start of the season. I feel like maybe a lot of people would have even picked the Jazz before the regular season started. There was a lot of yeah. hype going to that team mm. um, because of you know the Bagdanovich and the Mike Conley, yeah. who uh, I guess overall were probably a little bit underwhelming. Just mm. it's mainly Conley. Conley just um, didn't really perform very well this year. It was I guess a, a different play style he was used to, yeah. and he, he underperformed. He was actually looking okay in the bubble. Is yeah. one little diamond in the rough, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, look, I'm I'm on your side here. I'm going to say Nuggets in six is my prediction. Yeah, um, I think the Nuggets it is it is deeper. They have um, the best player in the series in, in Nikola Jokic, mm-hmm. so I think they'll take it home in, in six. 
How do you um, think uh, Donovan Mitchell responds to this? Having the you know, more more ball in his hand, or you reckon he? Um, well, he'll, he'll have brighter? to with Mike Conley's out for the, the first game or two. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, look, we saw him ball out against Westbrook and Paul George a few years ago. Yeah. And in, in that series, you would have taken both those guys over Donovan. So mm. he's proven himself. Um, yeah. You got Rudy, obviously, guarding the paint. Rudy versus Jokic. I think if you look at the matchups, um, it actually kind of favors uh, the Joker um, on that end. And, I mean, look, roughly so. Like, he's a, he's a better player. Mm. So... Um, yeah, look, it'll be it'll be an interesting um, matchup. I um, I will say that a bit of a hot take from Mitch. He's yeah. gone. He's gone Jazz and seven. Jazz and so seven. So he's back in the Jazz. So this is the first time that all, all of us are, are, are um, aligned here. So yeah, uh, yeah maybe we'll have to get his opinion on that next time because mm. I just I don't see the Jazz winning it. Maybe he missed the Mike Conley out of the bubble because I think that will affect. I think yeah. they, they, they could lose a game. Except I mean, surely. that that happened just today. Well, just disclosure to everyone else um, that's listening. Mitch gave us his picks a few days ago. Mike Conley and Ed Davis just um, that news just came in today. So yeah, so maybe he would um, revise that pick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Look, it'll still be an interesting series. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jazz do do a bit of an upset. But look, I'm going to go Nuggets and six. Yeah. All right. So okay, the four versus five matchups. We'll go back to the East. So this mm. will be an interesting one. We have the yeah. Pacers who got the four, and we have the Miami Heat who got that five seed. Um, a bit of, obviously, it's, it's, it's great to see TJ Warren go up against Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Let's see that, yep. that, that feud um, once oh, again. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I want to see as many games between these two. Just, just for that, just to see the beef between those two, like during the games, and you know, you know, Jimmy's not afraid to to say what's on his oh, mind. Oh, dude, Jimmy's gonna go at anyone, man. You hear what he yeah. said about um Chris Paul recently? There, there was that that game where Chris Paul like stripped the ball and threw it into um Duncan Robinson, and it went out of bounds. And then, yeah. and then Jimmy comes up the score and this pops a big, big like kind of shoulder. Yeah. Um, into Chris Paul and gets an offensive foul. And then after the game, he's just like, if you come at one of my guys, I'm going to come at you. So, <laughs> I love it. I love me some Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> oh, man. He, he's a great character. He's um, a, he is a character. That's a... <laughs> And uh, I'll say, look, when, when he went through that massive feud of, of TJ to begin with, saying, you know, mm. um, don't let him guard me, blah, blah, blah. Um, he, I mean, look, he, he performed. Like, this is the first time they, they played again. Yeah. And TJ Warren was on such a tear and um, Jimmy Butler yeah, he held him he, to like I think it was like six of eighteen or something. It was like thirty three percent from the field. So something um, like that, shut him yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, so, that's when he had um, TJ had his string of games of like forty points. Yeah, and then um, they faced the Heat and then put the clamps on, I guess. And and I guess a report as well that we've gotten some reports that TJ Warren um, has and is dealing with plantar fasciitis, which I have no idea what that is. But uh, look, it's a big word, so it could yeah. be something serious. Bit information on the sole of his foot, so that yeah, that's uh, uh that's what that is. Okay, well apparently that's what um Sabonis is dealing with too, but he's out. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if he's going to be in the series or not. TJ is playing, so I guess mm. he'll play through a bit of pain. But yeah, um, Demontis Sabonis has really been a bit of a question mark the whole bubble because I don't know where he's gone. Uh, obviously, he's dealing with some health concerns, so hopefully yeah. he does get back healthy and we get to see him play. Yeah. Um, he's he's he such a such a good player as well. Yeah, he's he's had such a, such a big season. It, it's he was an all star this season. So, 
Was he an all-star? Yeah, he because the Pacers were doing so well, they um, decided because yeah. Brogdon went down. He was oh, probably the front right. runner yeah. to be one, and then he got injured, and they gave it to uh, Sabonis as an All Star. So, yeah, yeah a bit of That's a hit to him. Yeah, yeah. All right, but, well, um, my pick yeah. is Heat in five. Is what Heat I'm in predict. five. I yeah. think, um, I think the Pacers are a good team, and they can win a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like the Heat are a better team. And <laughs> Um, I mean, look, TJ Warren's dealing an injury. Their all-star isn't even playing um, in Sabonis. So it just makes sense to back the Heat, especially because I think they're probably the best player. They're probably the best two players in the series just because, um, and and by two, I mean Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Mm. And um, that's just because um, Victor Oladipo really isn't himself anymore. He's still coming off that pretty brutal injury. Yeah, he hasn't been healthy, quite healthy as he's come back. Not not quite himself, which kind of sucks. Because yeah, if if that entire team was healthy, it could be a more interesting series. But similar with you, I've got um, I've, I've got paces in six. But I'm 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 yeah, paces winning. No, sorry, no, I'm heat in six. My yeah. bad, heat in six. But um, I could even I could take that down to to five. Really? Yeah. Well, look, um, Mitch went heat in six. Yeah. So I guess you guys agree there. I think it's five. Like I feel like. The Heat kind of had their number. Yeah. Um, they're this is a better team defensively. Um, they had the stars to win it. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I think the Heat should incredibly take it, yeah. deep team as well. And with yeah, they're a deep Derek's team. Bolstra as well. Yep. The, I mean, look, Nate McMillan's a good coach, but mm. um, I think Spolstra's a better coach as well. So look, they got a lot of the advantages in that series. So yeah. And I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that Heat Bucks series next if um obviously the bucks and the heat do win like our predictions forecast mm, yeah all right well wait, 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 last... side, side note just yep, want to um say that jimmy butler if you haven't heard he's actually running his own 20 dollar cup coffee business out of his apartment room did you know that <laughs> i did not know that <laughs> no it's actually it's <laughs> i was just i just stumbled across that news just yesterday while i was doing some research and he's he's charging people 20 dollars a cup of coffee <laughs> just have his own, his own um great apartment. idea look make a business <laughs> yeah Why he not? was he, he was complaining about how hard it was to find coffee and um so he just decided hey is it like a legit it? setup like is, is he <laughs> no. the barista as well i can just see him behind a barista just like making some people some great coffee no nah, i'm pretty sure he literally <laughs> just bought entrepreneur. he just um he just bought his own kind of coffee machine and then he's just been um he's just got like a just piece making of paper. some dollars he's got like a piece of paper on his door like just saying like <laughs> Hey, look! Like if coffee, I'm spending yeah. twenty bucks on a coffee, it better be it better be fucking good. So that's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, continue, um, okay. please. <laughs> the West, the last matchup, and our last prediction Ooh. is also an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, the Rockets, who clinched the four seed, who jumped up the standings in the bubble, so they yeah. got the four, and the Oklahoma City Thunder got the fifth seed. Ooh. Um, I will quick, quickly say before we get into it to this, mm-hmm. um, I saw some um, some facts going. I guess some some figures from the, the first game that the Thunder played, and there was a little image that said the Thunder had a zero point two percent chance of making the playoffs. That was at the start of the season. Zero point two percent. Zero point two percent chance. Oh, they have the fifth even I seed. Think that's harsh. Yeah. In the West. Jeez. So, yeah. Haters big, gonna hate. Big great ups. year for them. Congratulations. Mm. No, this that's is the this first is, take I'll say. For for me, this is the this is the the series I'm looking forward to the most. 
Interesting, oh, yeah. because I mean, hot take, but um, that was our next topic. So a bit oh, of a spoiler. Um, sorry, but I, 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 I don't blame you for this, because <laughs> this is going to be a great series. Um, two similar kind of play styles, like, you know, OKC can go a bit small, um, and they, they can obviously run with the Rockets. So, yeah, look, mm. I, um, they, they were definitely on my shortlist for the best series. Mm. Um, they may even be my number one. I'll, I'll reveal it a bit later on, but th- this is, um, it's going to be definitely one to watch. The one downside I will say is that Westbrook has been confirmed, um, out for game one oh, with a strained right quad. Um, so he could be out for more games as well. He will, I think he will likely be out for more games, which That's makes the series loss. a bit more Yeah, like that could really tilt the scales. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, oh man, I think these teams are pretty, I thought they were pretty close, right? I think they're pretty evenly matched. Right, like the OKC are playing some pretty good basketball right now. Um, the, I I think that that team is like built for playoffs. Yeah, like me they've, too. They've got the me size. Too. They're totally vets. Like you got they've Stephen got... Adams, who's been around and will be a, the biggest dude in this. Usually, he's the biggest guy on the court in general. Mm. He'll be two times bigger than anyone on this court. Like, <laughs> he better be pumping the offensive rebounds this series. Uh, yeah, like, and I expect him to. I expect him to do some big screens and it's like. I expect a big series out of him. Um, yeah. You got Danilo Gallinari. He, he can drop 20 points a game. Mm, yeah. You got SGI, SGA, um, Shea. He, he can he can, he can can drop 20 a night as well. And then you got mm. Chris Paul, who's an absolute vet, who can yeah. get clutch buckets. He's known to get um, yeah buckets when, when when you need it. Mm. And and he can defend. Like uh, I can totally see, and this is one reason I'm keen for this series, is I can totally see him just absolutely going at James Harden on the defense on the defensive end. Yeah, um, I um, you know, we say all these things about OKC, but from from a Houston point of view, just having James Harden on your team, mate, that that dude's gonna get get forty. He's well, gonna get without Westbrook in game oh, one, but maybe not against this team. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Oh, dude, James can put up forty against any it's team. Gonna... Let's face it. <laughs> but um, look, yeah. I'll I'll give you a little um, <laughs> um, above or. Um, or or under, do you think that James Harden is going to shoot over or under thirty field goal attempts in Game One with Westbrook out of the game? Over or under? Oof, thirty. I so what is he? He's probably averaging about like around twenty. I'm gonna say. Nah, 30, 30 sounds way too much. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. Nah, You're going to go under? Under, under. I'm going I'm over. Go under. I'm going over. Hot take. <laughs> you had it here first. James Harden's putting up over 30 field goals in that game. No one else is going to score in that team. I'm sorry, but who, who's the second best player in this team? Eric Gordon, who just yeah. came back from injury, who comes off that bench. Hmm. Like, seriously, I, like who's yeah. going to put up shots in that team? James Harden's going to have to do everything, which he always does anyway. So, game one... Um, I'm not going to be surprised if um, James Harden puts up like 50 points and they lose. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised about that either. But I think if you're OKC, you're, you're limiting. You're, you're trying to get the ball out of James's hands. I think they're too smart to just let him just kind of let James be James and shoot that those 30 30 um, 30 shots. Um, yeah, I think they're they're going to be. It's going to be a tough. A tough first game for James Harden, so I'll say that. Look, I'm, I, I think he's going to love it. He's going to love this having the ball 99% of the time. Mm. <laughs> All right, what's your yeah. pick? Who who are you tipping? 
I, man, it's a tough one, but I, I still have to go with Houston, but in seven though. Houston in seven. Tight yeah. series. Man, I, I like OKC. I, I like him. Um, I think that they're, they're, they're built to, to beat a, a team like this as well. Uh, a few stats for you. Um, OKC, the third best in the league at guarding the three-point line. Against, so yeah, right. against Houston, that's that's pretty important. They're third important. at limiting opponents' free throw attempts. So James Harden, mate, he's still gonna get to get to the line just out of pure volume, but they're gonna make him make him work for it. And they're first at limiting um, fast break points per game. So that's a pretty good recipe yeah, to right. to to make it tough for Houston. But I, I'm still gonna say Houston well, just because. I feel like. It's it seems like the stars are aligning for Thunder to win. You, you just put up arguments. Yeah, I, I know, them. I know. I made a I made a good case for them, but oh, man, it's hard to go against star power in, in the in the playoffs. Yeah, of of West Westbrook and Harden. Yeah, that, that's all I can say. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna shock the world, and I'm saying Thunder mm. in six games in this series. Ooh, and the reason I say you that, I, me. I, yeah. I mean, you already gave me some great arguments, so thank you for that. Yeah. Um, I feel like. <laughs> I mean, I already break down the the big players, so I feel like obviously Stephen Adams. You, you got twenty and twenty from from Shea and Danilo every night. You got Chris yeah. Paul, the vet. Um, I feel like it's just a better team, and yeah. um, and I, I honestly, if if, if we were saying Westbrook's one hundred percent healthy going to the series, I honestly mm. would have gone Rockets in uh, seven, maybe six. I would have totally tipped the Rockets, yeah. but because mm. he's out for game one and and maybe even two or three, I think honestly that that will tip the scales. I'm, and it's, that's yeah. the main reason. I'm going the Thunder in six. I, I think they match up well as well. They can run with the team. That is, mm-hmm. It's it's going to be an interesting series and I, I'm going to tip the Thunder. Yeah. I can't, so, you know, I can't disagree with you either because... You gave you me got, some good tips. You got um, Shea and some good Chris, tips. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Shea, I mean, he Shea got and Chris Paul um, guarding experience Westbrook last season. And, yeah, Westbrook and, and Harden. It's such a good matchup for them. They're gonna make life difficult for those for those guys. You're gonna see a lot of a lot of Westbrook chucking threes, <laughs> probably as well, <laughs> just out of frustration. But um, yeah, nah, it's gonna be good. it's gonna be good basketball, hopefully. Yeah, look, I, I like deep down, I kind of do hope the Rockets win and, and Westbrook comes back healthy for that second round. But we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We, we will see. Um, I will say that Mitch back to you as well, Jermaine. He went Rockets in six, mm-hmm. so I'm the outlier. Going yeah. to Thunder, which is not surprising because yeah. they're, they're definitely the underdogs going to that series. Yeah. So. Yeah. But hey. Right. Well, our, our last um, our last topic, which Jermaine already um, spoiled for us, was Sorry, um, who's going to be the, the, the favorite player series? Listen. Um, well, obviously, that Rockets Thunder is going to be awesome. And that was yeah. actually, <laughs> to be honest, that was actually my, my favorite to watch as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, look, yeah. Rockets Thunder, both Jermaine and I agree, it's going to be a sick mm-hmm. matchup. Um, if you have NBA League Pass, obviously go watch that game. I'll watch yeah. all the games. Um, that'd be that'd be a good one. Yeah. If I had to choose another series, though, I'll, I'm I'm probably as much as I love Dame. I, I and yeah, I, I I'm gonna have to go with Clippers and Mavs. I want. It's not that I want to see Luca get swept. I just I want to see him. <laughs> I still want to see him play. I still oh, think such a hater. he's incredible to watch. <laughs> I, d- I want to see I want to see the Clippers at full strength and hey I want I want Luca to prove me wrong because even um even when he loses he's still fun to watch 
Um, yeah, he's he's an incredible talent. I'd love to yeah. see him. I love. I'd love to see the Mavs beat the Clippers, but highly unlikely. Let's let's see some good basketball. So Clippers well, and Mavs would it, be my series. I would choose. It's it's funny you mention that because um, I obviously I picked the Rockets Thunder. I had two honorable mentions uh, for the series, mm-hmm. which was the Clippers Mavs. I think that is going to be awesome <laughs> as well. You got two yeah. superstars versus two other legit superstars, so that's going to be awesome. And they, and they're going head to head. Like you're going to have PG and Kawhi guarding Luca for. I think big majorities of the game, so it's yeah. going to be awesome to watch. Um, the other honorable mention as well is, is also what you touched on was the Lakers Blazers, mm. um, and that's just because you got LeBron's going to go off, Dame's going to go off. It's going to be sick. <laughs> yeah. I'm very much looking forward to that series. And yeah. look, there's a world I can imagine the Blazers actually winning. Um, <laughs> unlikely, yeah. but I can see it happening. And you always need that bit of bit of flavor in, in the back of your head, like oh look, you know maybe. Maybe mm. it could happen. No, I'm definitely so, definitely keen for that as well. Yeah, yeah. Just no, no one. Yeah, no one. No one's gonna be able to guard LeBron. No one's gonna be able to guard Dame. So let's just sit back and watch it. <laughs> yeah, let's all watch them both go for fifty each night. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, um, yeah. Good podcast. I'm super excited for the playoffs to start. Um, our next podcast will probably break into a bit more of. I guess the games we've seen and, and where they stand and, and what kind of mm. upsets that we want to maybe revise our yeah. predictions um, here and there. But um, yeah, look, until next time, um, catch ya. See you guys.